0: Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast, where we bring you the heart and soul in sports with your hosts, Brad Perry and Tanner Perry. Now, from the backwoods of East Tennessee, two knuckleheads to help you navigate the field, the mat, the court, and the track. Welcome to the Intentional Coach Podcast. This is Coach Brad Perry and I'm here with Coach T. Coach T. How's your week been, Coach T? My week's been fantastic. I'm a little sore this week. I started working out again. Mm.
1: started working out again.
0: Yeah, I gotta lose a little weight. Went from my
1: quarantine weight.
0: Quarantine yeah, that uh yeah, quarantine That'll weight. Get you. Yeah, the corona fifteen that run or corona get you. Yeah, so I've been uh uh, trying to lose a few pounds, I went for my checkup and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. And, you know, so it's, you stepped on the scale and it said,
1: "Dang you fat!" Yeah, I it
0: screamed. <coughs> yeah, I hit fifty years old and things just kind of started dropping, and it wasn't my weight that was dropping.
1: You know what's really funny?
0: Uh, besides your face,
1: ah, that is funny. Uh, after high school, I hit what like eighteen or whatever, and then everything started falling apart.
0: That's cuz you weren't doing Things anything anymore. <laughs> you got lazy.
1: <laughs> it's like, I like time to bell. Yeah.
0: Hey, we are uh, we're going to focus today on something that's really important as a coach. Uh, th- this whole episode is about being a learner. Uh, Leaders are learners, and as coaches, we are leaders. We're leading athletes, we're leading teams. In a lot of cases, uh, unintentionally, we're leading parents and even communities. So if we're gonna be an effective leader, we got to be a learner. So we wanna talk about that whole idea of leaders are learners, leaders are learners. So Coach T, uh, how important do you think uh, staying active in learning is as far as being a coach?
1: (laughs) super important
0: <laughs> oh yeah those great answers <laughs> coach t's giving us a lot of insight today it's gonna be my
1: first answer on every episode how important do you think it is it's super important coach <laughs> pa what makes it
0: so important coach t uh
1: because there's a lot to learn uh last year was my first year as a head coach and oh my goodness like it's one of those situations where you don't know what you don't know And then you step into it and get baptized by fire and say, oh, my goodness. There's a lot to learn. (laughs) Why did I do this? I
0: remember vaguely my first year of coaching. That was the thing that kept coming through my mind. I am so stupid. I am so
1: dumb. See, it goes back to our last episode. During those times, you got to know your why.
0: Yeah, my why was all screwed up back then. (laughs) And my intentional coach, I was like a... I was you know, we talk about FCA, we talk about three-dimensional coaching. I was like an eighth of a coach. Uh, I was on that one-eighth of a dimension, so it was horrible. Uh, but, but we finally kind of got a little traction uh, after a while and, and started getting our act together. I don't know if we ever actually got it together, but it got better as time went on
1: well to be fair it's a wrestling team do they ever really yeah that's
0: true too but i don't how
1: many wrestling teams actually have their act i coached
0: girls softball back then too so and it wasn't much different i was still screaming i'm dumb on the softball field maybe it wasn't just the wrestling it wasn't just the wrestlers (laughs) let's not pick on those fellas so hey let's 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 dig into this thing so leaders and learners what i need to what i need to know about being a learner
1: I think one thing you have to recognize is is things are always changing. Um sports uh, <laughs> okay so in this podcast most of my answers are going to be from a competitor's point of view. Um and for me because I'm a competitor. Like things in sports are always changing. You know what I mean? Like always.
0: Yeah, but if they're changing for the competitor, they're also changing for the coach. That's exactly right. I mean, so so as a coach, I, I need to understand that, hey, things are changing. Um, equipment changes and, you know. Regulations are regulations changing. Regulations are changing. Rules are changing. Clearly, because. All of those things are changing. So as a coach, i got to be able to change too. And I can't change if I'm not learning about what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I have to be, you know, active in picking up on what what's coming out. Now. I would be the first to say, mainly because I'm an old dinosaur. But all the new stuff is not good, Coach T. Just because no. things change, don't mean it's a good change. No, I mean look at some of those things we wore back in the '80s. That that was changed, but it wasn't a good change.
1: It was good that it changed. Fact, yes, yeah.
0: absolutely. So, so all of the new stuff coming out is that you got to weigh that, and the only way you can lay weigh that and see if it's good or bad. Is just to be active in learning and growing as a person, growing as a coach. Um, guinea pig some of it. Yeah, um,
1: I think a lot of coaching is trial and error, which is kind of frustrating for some athletes because some of those athletes could be in the error phase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, you can also try this stuff on yourself, you know. Yeah, there
0: think, was a, we went through a, a big period of just we wanted our guys to be stronger and faster and just – them in, and we would go out and actually test our workouts um, as As coaching staff. We'd go out and do them, and we we could actually go into to practice and say, hey, this is going to suck. This is going to be terrible because it was terrible when we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also could go out and say, we're not asking you to do anything that we haven't done.
1: I'm a huge believer in, and I understand that not – you know, all coaches can do what their athletes are going to be doing.
0: Especially us older
1: coaches. Especially the older coaches. And I understand that. Um, but I, I'm a firm believer in like you need to be able to walk the walk if you, you
0: need to be able to be active. Yeah. And that and that's tough. Uh but it also goes back to being intentional with, with what you're doing with yourself personally. Uh it understanding your why. And I think there's different roles as a coach as a young coach, it was a whole lot easier for me to get up and down on the mat and you know get in a batter's box and and hit a pitcher or or you know do those kind of things as an older coach, it's easier for me to get down on the mat, but it's a lot harder for me to get up mm-hmm. after I'm down it, it takes a little while it's fair. so um also understanding the role that you have as a coach uh, and what you bring to the table and again, if you're not a learner then you're just going to go through the motions of what you've always done. Uh, and being more intentional with learning helps you transform I- in those different stages of life.
1: And, and we've had this common theme over probably the past like, year, and I don't even remember who we heard it from. But we've, we've always said, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. It's kind of been our common. <laughs> yeah, we've <And, laughs> said that a lot. So.
0: And always trying to figure out what it is. What is it that I don't know? Don't know. So I can fill in those gaps. I picked up this this leaders or learners philosophy from a youth minister, uh, Doug Fields, years and years ago, uh, as I was do, working in, in in church ministry, and that was one of his, I, I think, core values. I don't remember if he ever actually said that, but. Uh, he would constantly say, "Leaders are learners. When you quit learning, you're going to quit leading," mm-hmm. and that's so true in the world of coaching and athletics. Of, the, you know, Coach T said earlier, things change, and we got to be we got to be part of that uh, process. And what's good change? What's bad change? What's going to help my athletes long term? Uh, what's going to make us a better team? What's going to bring us together? So, so the importance of learning. If you're not learning, if you're not growing. Uh, then you're going to get stuck. And, and when you're stuck, I mean, just think about it from the standpoint of water. Water that moves is is cleaner than stagnant steel water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we want to be moving and growing, uh, not just physically from that standpoint, not just as a team, but personally uh, from the standpoint of ha- am I learning what I don't know? Am I growing in knowledge of coaching? Am I growing in knowledge of the sport that I coach? And even going from from a spiritual standpoint, am I growing in my faith? Uh, because I think that that is kind of the foundation and the bedrock of everything we do as intentional coaches, of yeah. uh, of being a person of faith. And, and if my faith isn't growing, then is anything that's the foundation is anything above that going to be secure. So, so I think this whole aspect of leaders okay. and learners is very important to us as coaches. So let, let's talk about how we can do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is it that I need to be doing in order to be a learner?
1: I think reading in some form or fashion I don't like to read books. I am really bad at it, but I do like audiobooks and I do like podcasts. Um so and and I can do those while I work out or whenever. Um but I think I think you have to read. Is that things. an easy answer though, Coach T?
0: I mean, I think I mean I think it's really it's easy for us just to say, "Hey, go read a book." Oh, no, it's not easy. Or go listen no, to that's a why book. I just said I'm not good um, at it. You
1: know, I'm not, I, I'm not, but
0: on the surface that that could be the you know, but I think there's, there's layers to that. You know, what books are you reading? Just reading any old book may not help you, uh, no. but, but being intentional with what books you are reading and, and what podcast you are listening to. And, and some of that, I, I mean, I have friends that read for enjoyment. I'm not one of those guys. Uh, most of the books in my bookshelf are things that are going to help me and, and things that are going to make me grow and not just, oh, I'm going to read this three-inch t- th- tw- novel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I think it's being intentional of it. You know, if you're one of those readers that reads for enjoyment, that's great. I wish I was. Uh, but also being intentional of, hey, I want to be a better I coach. It? I want to be a better person. W- being intentional about picking out some time frame in your schedule where you can grow and learn as a leader and grow and learn as a coach, um, so I think it's really easy for us just to say read um, but you know you can read and not not gain anything except enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Um, and not really learn anything. So I think it's important for us to read, but being intentional about what we read. You mentioned podcast. I think that's important too because
1: because we are a podcast. We're doing a we podcast. are a podcast.
0: And and shameless plug. Yeah, shameless <laughs> plug. Uh, listening to the ones that are helpful. I listen to some just for pure enjoyment, but I listen to some. I have a few that uh, just help me as a leader, both in my job. I, as an fca director but also as a coach and then some that are just personal help me as a person in my faith uh and then some that you know i just laugh at and you know i just like to listen to it's just fun they're fun they, yeah. they're enjoyable it's
1: like reading fictional books yes like sometimes you need a need a little out sometimes you need a little i out. Heard something that it's better to read uh like, if you have, like, two set times where you're going to read, like, like when you wake up or when you go to bed, then it it's actually better to read a fictional book instead of a, like, like a helping book at night. Book at you night? Go to bed. Yeah.
0: yeah, I could see that. Start your day out with something that helps you learn, and then end your day out with something you just enjoy. Relaxing. Go to bed with a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah. or,
1: I mean, it depends on what book you're reading.
0: Yeah, you could go to bed crying.
1: You could. Yeah. Read happy books. Read happy books, or read the sad <laughs> books if you want. <laughs> so, to. all
0: right, we got that. We got. We can read. We can, uh, you know, kind of grab that knowledge. A couple of other things that I think um, I really utilized as an athlete was was just watching videos. I mean, we have YouTube uh, and YouTube that kind of stuff now, where you YouTube. can just, you know, go to a full clinic of the best coaches and athletes and and just gain a whole lot of knowledge. Of,
1: you, there's literally like one hour clinics of. Probably any sport you can possibly think of. Yes, probably the best in the world. Yeah,
0: and and I think it's underutilized by a lot of coaches because and athletes. Yeah, and athletes because it's a time factor. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't spend time because uh, to learn because we don't plan it. You know, so I think it's important. An intentional act Mm -hmm. is intentionally planning out time for you to learn. Put it on your schedule, one or two hours a week, three hours a week, whatever you can. But it's important enough to where uh, it needs to be in there as a priority. Because if you're not learning, you, eventually you're not going to be leading. People aren't going to follow you. Mm-hmm. You're going to get behind. You're going to get stuck. You're going to become stagnant. Uh, and you're not going to be fresh. You're not going to be, you know, cutting edge. You're not, you know. And, and, no, and,
1: well, and at a certain point, you know, my job as a coach is to teach my athletes what I know. Right. At a certain point, if you're growing your program. And doing what you're supposed to do and being an intentional coach. Then eventually your athletes are going to get to the point where they know what you know. Yes. And then they're going to start catching you.
0: <gasps> yeah. And then you're behind.
1: And then I'm behind. And then and then they I, won't listen to I, and you And then anymore. they don't listen to you because they already know what you know. There's also that
0: idea of not just gaining the knowledge, but the techniques to teach knowledge. And mm-hmm. growing and learning how to teach. Movement. Movement. How to teach as strength, coaches how as to teach co- faith yes and, and those techniques of how to change as much as the knowledge changes um, so I think we got to be on that you know how do I teach learning as much as we do the knowledge part of learning um, how do I teach a wrestling move how do I teach a swing how do I teach still in second base um, and, and incorporate you know as generations change you know and, and as we get older then the way of learning also changes. I remember doing uh, vacation Bible school years ago. Um, and my dad actually, uh, he's like a Bible school guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did some crazy things back in the day, but he would always say that if you want a kid to learn, then you need to use all five senses. So you come into to a class that my dad was leading for Bible school and it was so interactive and and it would be, it would smell like whatever we were, mm-hmm. you know, talking about. It, you know, our snack would be whatever. I remember we were doing something with water, and we had fish sticks for snack. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids. Mm-hmm. But it, it all went together. You know, the taste of it, the smell of it, the touch of it, the sight of it. All of all of those senses were incorporated into here's what we want you to know here's where where we and and he just really used the techniques of how I'm going to share that knowledge um, was so different that people just I, I mean I'm 50 now and I still remember that
1: mm-hmm.
0: from 30 years ago yeah. and and I've talked to students who were kids in that body and then we still talk about uh, what happened in that one little do You know, they may not remember the sentences, but they remember the experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, So learning how not just not just learning the knowledge, but learning how to share the knowledge is so important. Learning how to teach the techniques, learning how to keep the kids attention, keep the kids attention. But from a a bigger picture of, you know, if we say we're intentional and and being intentional is long term, you know, learning how to, to share in such a way what we share and how we share it in that it's not just for that practice i, I don't want to teach something that you know the kid got through the drill and he did the yeah. drill right but he stunk it up in the game yeah so i i gotta figure out how how to and and that that comes from learning that comes from being intentional with what you're reading what you're listening to what you're watching. And I think the other one, you know, you know, we talk about reading, we talk about watching videos, is just one-on-one sharing with coaches. And we're going to do an episode about uh, mentors and tribes. Uh, but I, th- if you're a young coach, you need to, you need to have an older, successful coach that you're just sharing with, and sometimes even an unsuccessful coach. You know, you you can learn. <laughs> this you
1: can is, learn something from everybody. Yeah, you know,
0: this is kind of mean, but you can learn what you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, have that that mentor group, tribe group that's pouring into you, that's, you know, showing you the ropes, loving on you, helping you along the way. Pick somebody that's not arrogant and prideful because they'll, you know, trip you up because they don't want you to be better than them, but somebody that really cares. um, And find those people that that can pour into you and help you grow, help you be a better coach, um, and help you be a better person better influence because that ultimately that's the goal we want to influence mm-hmm. uh and if we quit learning we're not leading and if we're not leading we can't influence mm-hmm. uh, so find that group that you can surround yourself with that that just just helps with that
1: so i feel like a lot of these like a lot of these points we are going to be going into deeper uh in later episodes
0: yeah i think we break them down and and we'll do an episode with you know hey here are books that podcast and yeah you know and we're going to do a mentor and tribes episode for sure because uh, i just think that that's so important it's, it is
1: important it's um, super important
0: yeah i mean one of the things we do with with fellowship of christian athletes is is coaches get togethers you know we we'll do mm-hmm. uh coaches bible studies uh we'll have coaches breakfasts we just uh we just did a coaches outing where we we paid for all of our coaches in our area to play around the golf and hang out and we bought lunch for them and that time of building relationships and sharing with each other uh, was fantastic because what you'd see is you'd see two coaches who they coach against each other on Friday night, but here we are, you know, playing golf and laughing and, Mm -hmm. you know, and having lunch together. And all of a sudden that competition side just kind of, I don't know if it breaks down, but but there's some cracks in the wall and there's actually relationships there.
1: There's some separation from just the competition. I think as, as, I think, all coaches if not most coaches if not all coaches are competitors at heart oh absolutely uh, so and, that, i don't think that competitive drive is ever going to go away for those for those coaches but it gives you a break kind of like reading a fictional fictional book at night yeah you know it gives you that break away from i see this person not just coach i see this person as the enemy in any other situation if we're competing against each other now we can switch it over uh, there, there's there's a relaxation time yeah, from that yeah. from that tension
0: and separating I mean? that tension from reality sometimes yeah. of you know hey i'm i'm, I'm going to compete against this guy but i don't have to hate him
1: at the end of the day at the end of the day and i love the sport I, I love my sport just as much as anybody up but then at the end of the day it is a game it is for entertainment
0: yes Yes, and we got to put it in. And we got to
1: put it into perspective. Yeah, and and I can learn
0: for that game. I can learn for that sport, but also learning so I can influence. And I think that's the key of this episode is, is we want you to learn the X's and O's. We want you to watch the videos of how yeah. to teach the technique and that, and how to be a better one-dimensional coach. But how can I be a better three-dimensional coach, touching the heart and the soul of my athletes? And I and I just want to put this plug in as someone who uh, is is very faith driven and faith focused of it you know you can't lead kids to somewhere that you're not Uh, so I think I think first and foremost you know we talk about leaders or learners it's learning in your faith as a bedrock of everything else you're going to do as a three-dimensional coach Mm -hmm. Um, so so I think You know, for me sitting down in the morning and focusing in on a reading plan uh, in my Bible uh, or having an app on my phone that sends a notification and it beeps and it's time for me to stop what I'm doing and focus in on on some time with God and prayer. And You know, if we're talking long term, especially if we're talking eternal, and I don't want to get too preachy here, uh, but if we're talking eternal, then, then that foundation's got to be there. Uh, so if i'm not doing it as a coach then i can't lead lead my athletes to do it long term either
1: mm-hmm. and we're going to go over our morning routine episode too And i think that morning routine is super important and a great place to put a lot of these things that go into learning
0: yeah so keys for this episode is we kind of wrap it up um if you're not learning eventually you're not going to be leading. Mm-hmm. You may be in charge. You may be in the position of authority. But um, I remember telling a church leader one time, you're not leading if nobody's following.
1: Yeah. And just because you're a coach doesn't mean that – just because you're in a position of authority – let me start that over. Just because you're in a position of authority doesn't mean that you are a intentional coach.
0: No, absolutely not. There's a lot of coaches. There's not a lot of intentional coaches. Yes. We break our FCA area down and we highlight – those three-dimensional coaches and we have a lot of coaches they're not near as many intentional coaches still going
1: yeah i'll cut it
0: hey so we are glad that you joined us for this episode we hope this was helpful we're going to get into uh some future episodes where you give you some specifics, but we just want to highlight with this episode that idea that leaders are learners. If you're not learning and, and being intentional with setting part of your schedule aside to grow as a coach, to grow as a person, to grow in your faith, then, then you, your athletes are not going to see that, that modeled and, and they're not going to do it either. So make sure you're learning. Set some time apart in your schedule and grow. Hey, we're glad you joined us today. We hope you have a great week from Coach Perry and Coach T. So you wouldn't want to be you. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Coach Podcast, the place you can come every week to find your heart and soul in sports.